in an age with too many movies for one person to watch them all, we are here for you. I am Jody Berman Kustanovich. And I am Yechiel Hoffman. And we are two movie Jews. So many movies, so many more opinions. I want to tell you I'm really excited about this episode. <laughs> I'm really excited, Yechiel. Jody, are you really excited for this episode? I'm really excited. I'm almost as excited as I am to talk about the Oscars. Just because <laughs> this was like a little pipe dream of ours. It was really just our friendship brought to podcast land, which is every time we've been together, some sort of lengthy conversation about movies. I had complete faith in the two of us and our ability to talk about movies. I did not have complete faith in our ability to record on a regular basis and edit and put out a podcast. And here we are a year in and a like, year in. We had like 25 episodes or something. And yep. it's just I, really cool to think about it. I, I want to talk to you about like this year, what it's been and the different episodes we've had. And I'm going to have to actually recall all of them. Yeah. But what I really enjoyed is how many people have reached out to us and told us like, you know, enthusiasm and also with some healthy criticism and yeah. great points. And, and I will say like, I am way more into like the ways that we can talk about movies and how, you know, we can improve the sound quality of our podcast. I want <laughs> people to be able to hear it, you know, but I also really want people to get into the spirit of what we, I think, try to represent, which is that. We're not trying to be the most knowledgeable. Um, okay, maybe I am. I was going to say, you, you rank up there, my friend. You don't have to go to film school and you don't have to like watch three, 400 movies a year. Right. But you do have to have a passion for talking about movies. And we want people to have a passion for movies to watch them and to talk about them with their family, their friends. I love doing it. And we're coming into this episode just having come out of Passover. Yeah. And one of the things I love about Passover is when the Seder experience gets taken over by like, oh, so what have you seen lately? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, finally the conversation I can care about. Like how many times did the Israelites need to leave the Egypt? But if you want to talk about like that movie we just saw recently or, or while say how important it is that, you know, an indie film can win best picture, like Coda <laughs> did, that to me is like, the purpose of getting family together around a Seder table or any other table. And it's also the way I think we pass from generation to generation, the meaning of films, the way I know you can for your kids and I can for my kids, like give them appreciation for movies, give them a willingness to talk about it. To me, that's the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'll say, I really love when people talk about movies as their very authentic selves, which, you know, if you look back at this last year, we we didn't lean into being Jews watching movies. We just are that way. Like there is no way for you to you and I to have a conversation like we did about grief when we lost I lost my very close friend and you lost your grandfather and it was just a couple of weeks apart and we both were thinking about uh solace and grief and we both had very tangible experiences with films that were either um comforting to us or 
where we really could see ourselves in the desperation and the grief like there is no separating for you and I there's no separating a conversation about a movie from who we are as our authentic selves as Jews and what I'm hoping is that our listeners are doing that same thing like when they watch any movie that they of course are interpreting it through the lens of their authentic self and that could be a religious identity it could be just a a social justice identity it could be um you know a civil rights identity it it really all of these different um lenses and identities have a add a layer to how you experience a movie and I think that's one of the reasons that I love talking about movies with people so much and with you especially because we have similar identities is that they can come at a movie that I will see and they will see and because of who they are it totally informs their experience of the movie and because of who I am it totally informs my experience of the movie and that I think it's I should mention for our listeners, you know, people who are friends of mine who are like, how are you doing a podcast? Like, I'm interested in doing a podcast and how are you doing it and who do you hire? And I always say, like, I don't think you realize Yechiel is a very multi-talented guy. He does the editing for us. Between the two of us, we do our own like marketing and Canva and all of that stuff, like Twitter and Instagram. Like we do all of that ourselves. And we're very like very homegrown podcast and i love that as well about us even though you we do have the, obviously the crossover identities as as jews and angelinos and jewish professionals i also have really come to appreciate being that you know you and i are probably like almost a decade apart in like age it hasn't like separated us in terms of our passion for movies but what it's given us is a different like perspective yeah. on certain movies or themes and i always love like getting to see your perspective of like of what were the movies that impacted you when you were younger that are for me movies I had to explore and find because they weren't part of the zeitgeist when I was learning movies or movies later on, like the way Pulp Fiction influenced me and the way it doesn't hold the same kind of like truth for you um, in terms of where you affected it. And, you know, some of the episodes in which we've explored things, whether it was summer movies or guilty pleasure movies or even the obvious ones, like the our first episode on the movies that made us love movies, you know, we come from a different positionality and always getting to see that and learn about new things. There have been some movies that you've come up with that I never even heard of <laughs> and like we're able to explore, mostly involving ice skating. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm always <laughs> going to be the queen of the ice skating movies. <laughs> So I think that that's also been really important. It's, and one of my favorite episodes of the whole year that we did was the Hidden Gems of the 2000s movie. Oh, so like it was something within like 10, 20 years ago. And we really got to uncover some movies that either I hadn't seen or hadn't seen in 20 years. That's one of, I think, the, jo- the roles that we've taken on with this podcast is like, how can we either put a polish on something that other people haven't always appreciated or reveal a gem that hasn't always been there. Sometimes that's even in, in our year, like our best ofs. We've done now two years of best ofs. And I know for many people, we've kind of uncovered certain films during that year and we've advocated for them. Sometimes it's in our in our seasonal previews, the way like we really were all in on Summer of Soul. Ah, you know, before it was even on Hulu. 
Wanna and know now it's there? like best documentary, Questlove. Please quit Jimmy Fallon and go make movies. You know he he doesn't need you. Uh, nobody's watching at that time of night, anyways. <laughs> yeah, you know what else? Um, I you're totally right. Like nothing makes me happier than um, amplifying a lesser known film and being able to say, and then having somebody like text me and say, oh my gosh, I watched that movie and I loved it. I don't know if you're having this experience too, where I now have like the president of our temple sometimes emails (laughs) me on a Friday morning and says, what am I watching this weekend? Which I love. The other thing I love so much is when my friends uh, text me and they're like, I cannot believe you did not mention this camp movie. You know, like I love the passion with which some people text us and say, I can't believe you left this off the list because it just reminds me how other people experience and love movies. So, you know, I think the camp one is the one, the summer movies list, that was the one that I got the most texts. Like, I can't believe you left this off the list. And I, you know, you slap your forehead because I think we mentioned 30, 35 movies in that episode. And still, like, you can't cover everything. So it's, I just love those ones where we've gone through long lists of movies. And then someone texts me and says, what about this one? <laughs> yeah, it also reminds me of, like, the times we've done a movie challenge. People are like, oh, I never heard of that movie and I love it when we can, like, find something new for us to watch. Like, Painter and the Thief was, like, one of our first ones, which is yeah. a documentary. We also did Together Together, which was my first movie back in theaters in the pandemic. And, like, I think about those moments of movie-going experience. I remember you going back to the North Hollywood Lemley for the first time to see something. Yeah. And there was nobody in the theaters other than the two of you. Yeah. And it's also like our it's our way of creating like this ar- historical archive of our own movie going experiences you know whether it's us cramming and streaming you know before the oscar nominations or it's getting to go to a theater and see that movie i remember you like uh us recording right after you had gone and seen the eternals yes and, and it was just like that that amazing experience of going to see movies with a huge you know huge crowd and, you know, the funny thing is I think about, like, The Eternals as an example of, like, I remember I had to see that in a, in a huge crowd. And, like, I still haven't gone and revisited it on the small screen because I kind of feel satisfied. Like, I had that experience. Yeah. But getting to share with you afterwards is what made it so fun to, like, run out and see the movie. I feel like we did that again recently with The Batman. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I I do get so excited to record because – And, you know, it has been such a gift because it has meant that you and I have carved out time to do our favorite thing together, which is talk about movies. And so this this podcast has given us a um, an accountability so that we get to do this thing that we love doing. And, you know, in our tag, we say it's my favorite thing to do and it's my favorite thing to do. And it is actually my favorite thing to do. And especially when I see a big movie like Spider-Man, No Way Home or The Batman, part of the fun of the watching the movie is like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this scene with Yechiel. And I know you have similar experiences. And when we've had Mina on too, like in the Pixar episode, in the Marvel episode, she added a whole other perspective to the conversation, which was super fun and cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously I love having Mina on because she's my progeny and I've been uh, <laughs> developing 
Mina's capacity to watch film and to talk about it. And now Mina's able to take that to a whole new level with her, with their fandom and their, you know, just appreciation. And, but it also like, you're right. It adds a separate dimension, not just a generational perspective, but just to have other perspectives. I hope in the coming year, we can have other people on. Okay. Um, we did a great crossover episode with the Bagels Report. Oh, we uh, love the Bagels. Tied into their episode about Sukkot. We were talking to a few other podcast hosts about doing some crossover episodes. I think it'd be interesting to bring in other voices. Yeah. But I do like the fact that we bring Mina on. It really brings a, a, a generational voice that, you know, for the two of us, we have totally different places of perspective. Like Pixar movies were already coming out long before Mina was born. But for the two of us, it was we have a different relationship watching what are essentially kids movies in the 90s evolve and become something special. Plus, I love how annoyed she gets with you. I know it's like, great. Dad. Yeah, that's that's so oh. awesome. I, I I like when I can contain that though only in like movie you know talk and nothing else. <laughs> I adore that, and actually, I'll say that. Um, and I hope that some of our listeners are doing this too. When we did the Marvel episode, I watched all the Marvel films. When we did the P- Pixar episode, I watched all the Pixar episodes for uh, movies from start to finish. And I'm telling you, it has been a gift to revisit the movie, like when I know we're gonna talk about something like Ice Castles, best movie ever, um, I go try to go back and watch it before we do it, which meant I got to rewatch one of my favorite films of all time, Lars and the Real Girl. Like getting to prepare for the podcast, as someone who loves movies, going back to watch movies that I loved so much originally so that I can remember all the nuances and talk about them with you, it's it's such a gift, right? Because otherwise, why would I go back and watch a movie that I've seen that I even if I loved it? I think one of my favorite things is that we've kind of bounced back and forth between like these thematic episodes, which really make me go revisit certain movies like the, our remakes episode and really think about the nature of a remake because we were inspired by Dune. Yeah. But then we start thinking about A Star is Born, Little Women and like Heaven Can Wait. like, And then also being able to like talk about contemporary movies especially with our seasonal previews or best of or Oscar. And we get so passionate about them. And I keep on thinking to myself, like, oh, for example, like when we did all of our 5,000 episodes about the end of the year movies, like (laughs) which of these movies we'd be talking about thematically in five years and have to talk about differently than we would have just as like in the moment. And you and I have like really, I think, talked about one of the things we've learned in doing this podcast is that you have to treat a movie as you experience it right now. So it is my favorite movie or my top five movie right now. Yeah. In a day or two, a week or two, a year or two, that might be different. I don't know if I would have really appreciated that if it wasn't for the podcast, like putting that into perspective and, and talking to you and realizing that, oh, wow, I've changed my, my relationship to this movie. And I've taught myself, particularly this year, as like 2022's film cycle has, has started and we're now in April, going into May, of like looking at movies I like and saying, okay, maybe I'm not going to like put that on a pedestal yet. I got to wait a little bit and see how it is. Or, or maybe I will appreciate this movie more in six months, you know, because of that. And I think sometimes when you're left to yourself, you kind of get stuck and having a a partner to talk about these things and to be able to check check in again um, yeah. around these movies has been so like delightful and 
It's made well, me excited. I have a question for you. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we've done, a, we've done a few different kinds of formats. We've done some mini episodes. We did some episodes where we each chose, like, a top three or top five or, you know, when we really couldn't choose, like, top six or so. And then we've done a genres where we've just, like, you know, like our summer movies where we talked about 30, 40 movies. What's your picking process? Like, do you struggle with picking? Because I know you keep a running list and you move things up and down. Like, oh, I'm moving this up into my top 10 for the year. I'm moving it down. Like, you really do that work, you know, all along. Do you struggle with choosing movies? Which ones you're going to talk about? Are you usually like, oh, I know exactly. How? What's your preparation? You know, sometimes it depends on themes. Like when we're doing like the Hidden Gems or Remake One. I have a really hard time sometimes. I'll list like 20 or 30 and then I then the narrowing down. Sometimes I know I won't talk about a movie because I know you will, for example. <laughs> um, and, you know, and we'll, I know we'll get to discuss it. My favorite actually has been like the MCU one we did and the recent Batman one mm. where we know what the movies are. There's 25 MCU movies. There's 5 billion Batman movies. <laughs> and I like when we don't go movie by movie. But we like have almost like questions about mm -hmm. the movies, like favorite villain or favorite fight scene. And that makes it easier because then I still have to pick, but I know like all the movies will in a sense be covered in some way. I mean, not all of them. I don't know if we talked about Ant-Man 2 when we did <laughs> MCU. Not um, at length anyway. <laughs> not at length. It deserves it for its own right. You know, the ghost whole thing is, you know, intense. Um, I really like... I think maybe the one of the hardest ones at times has been our seasonal previews. Mm -hmm. It wasn't so hard when we first started doing it because during the pandemic, when we started doing our, I think our summer preview, there wasn't a lot of movies being put out. So yeah. we just kind of got to cut to the chase. We had to sneak some in that we weren't sure about, like Respect, which by the way, panned out not to be a huge what? hit the way we Shame. thought it might be. But Coda did. We were one of the first to talk about Coda. Coda. We called Coda from the beginning. So those are getting harder as more movies come out and as streaming is just yeah. continues to explode having to pick five movies for a season to, to talk about we didn't do really a a first quarter uh, preview but we really are due for a summer one especially yeah. because like it's may and that means the yeah. first mcu movie is a year is coming out and maybe yeah. gosh joe yeah i think this is what we have to do next time is a summer yeah, I think you're right because morbius like we got we got we've got work to do, my friend. Yeah, I'm okay that we missed Morpheus. Like, I want to um, see it though. I really want to oh, see. Oh, I'll, I'll see it. I'll see when it comes like on Stars. You know, <laughs> um, like they just released uh, Venom two on Stars. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'll watch Venom two. And there's also the movies we missed. Like, even though we knew they were like on our list, like I never got to see House of Gucci, but I did get I to know. see the Last Duel. To mention like two yeah. of the five billion Ridley Scott movies that came out last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And by the way, I finally saw Pig. Yeah, so I'm still looking forward to seeing some of the movies. I didn't catch all of them. I'd love to think about with you about new formats we can do or what new thematic things. You know, we started thinking of, oh, so our thematic episodes tying to something that's happening in our in our current moment. Like if uh, a new movie each comes out in a certain genre, like a detective movie, should we do a detective series? Or should we just go back and say, hey, here's a theme. It's just we love, you yeah. know, kind of like the way we did the everybody else goes to hate, but we love episode. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know who we I love when we choose these, 
large body of work themes and I still am excited about potentially doing like a Bond movie one. Um, I'm really excited. We talked about from the beginning about choosing a director like Taika Waititi and right. just evaluating his body. Love and Thunder pre-trailer finally dropped. So we have no that to look forward to. There's that new, very personal Steven Spielberg movie that's coming out, I think, Thanksgiving time. Yeah. That might be a great opportunity to do a, a shake, uh, Spielberg yeah. you know, thing. A I don't know if you can do all Spielberg's movies. I think there's even more than those in MCU movies, believe it or not. Yeah. But at least we can maybe talk about Spielberg, about the ways he has shaped everything we love in cinema and also many of the things that we don't love about cinema. Yeah. Yeah, we have not yet done, tackled any one particular director, but I I think there's, you know, we've talked about so many really talented directors and directors who did their first films, like Questlove, like Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, Chloe Zhao, it wasn't her first, but it, you know, it was what, I think her third. So I, I'm really excited about this coming year, maybe focusing in on picking for directors and maybe even thinking carefully about who we would want to juxtapose against each other's work maybe doing a series of that there's and you know obviously our listeners if if you have an idea for us or you have you have a move movies that you want us to be watching and talking about we we would absolutely want to hear from you moviejews at gmail.com that's, that's the number two that's moviejews right at gmail.com let us know I've had people request from us, like we're two movie Jews. We're both very Jewy people. Can we bring more Jewishness into our conversations? And I feel like we get it in there. But like you said, it comes in more of a natural, organic way. Yeah. Um, I love when we did our Jewish holiday episode, you know, tied to Rosh Hashanah. We did one. I think we did one with Tied to Yom Kippur. Yep. We did a holiday episode that wasn't exactly Hanukkah or anything. But I, I do think the grief episode was a very Jewish episode. Yeah. I think there's opportunities. It's also like, I feel like as, as the, uh, the person wearing the rabbi title, it shouldn't be just on me. You have so much to contribute to Jewishly, but it, it is part of who we are and maybe it is some way we can make it more intentional, mm, that's you know, good. going that's forward. Good. And I do believe everything we've done and everything we will do and every conversation can have something through the Jewish lens maybe we can offer. Yep. And you know what's cool is how many of our non-Jewish friends have still appreciated the podcast, even with the Jewish pieces. I think um, we like the Jewish pieces more than our Jewish listeners sometimes. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And, you know, I, I would be curious to have uh, people of other faiths on the podcast and see how that informs their their viewing of film. I think it's so interesting because it is organic for both of us. We we were invited, celebrity podcast hosts, to speak to the sisterhood at a at a local synagogue, uh, and we did a whole review of the Oscars and who's nominated and historical pieces, and we talked about the ten best picture nominees and what was Jewish about them, and you know it's it's so much fun to take to take our show on the road so maybe we'll even i would love more of our listeners to take up that opportunity it was awesome that sister group to bring us in uh, we'd love to talk about it we can talk about themes we can talk about best of we can just talk about like our passion movies and take anything i am more than happy to do an episode on jewish movies we haven't done one yet specifically on jewish movies in our thing but uh i feel like we could do a 10-part series on 
on different Jewish movies from, I like to say, from Yentl to the Frisco Kid. You know, we can oh. not to mention more recent stuff, you know, like Benasha, uh about a, you know, so there's there's a lot to, to work on. Um, I love it. I think there, I think there's season one is now in the books. You can access it on Apple or on Spotify. But now look out for season two. We got some really cool stuff coming. We'll have uh, seasonal previews coming for the summer. Yeah. So you can know which movies to look forward to. We have some cool theme episodes, some crossover episodes. I think this is going to be an exciting second season. And yes, we might even improve the sound quality of our podcast. We'll do our best. That's for sure. Our, our certain... Uh... Uh, we, we are certainly not professionals in this arena, but we do our best. And mostly we hope that it's good content, but good content is not, doesn't matter if you can't hear it. <laughs> well, Yechiel, I raise a l'chaim to you and I thank you so much. This was kind of a, a dream for me to be able to do this. And, you know, certainly we have to give a little shout out to our, our bagel friends um, at the Bagel Report, Esther Kustanowitz and Aaron Ben Mosh, because they, I, I can certainly say they were inspi inspirational for me. And I think you and I were like, we have stuff to talk about too. So a little shout out to Esther and Aaron, because we love if you. We and only could generate the chemistry that those two have. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I and love because it. they talk so much about The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, we don't have to. It's another thing I appreciate about them. They cover the TV so we can cover the movies. That's exactly right. Amen to that. And by the way, in case you're not taking uh, our hint, if you are not subscriber to The Bagel Report, you will equally enjoy that to do Movie Jews. Uh, God knows that Yechiel and I were early adopters on that podcast and we have stuck with it and god bless them great friday listening you know you can get them on fridays and us on mondays every other week it's perfect so thank you Yechiel. this has been such a pleasure to to many more years together and many more episodes and the most important to many more movies and watching many more movies and debating them and talking about them and amplifying them and just enjoying yes, what have you seen this week jody this week, I actually have you heard of this movie? It was it, it's a George Lucas movie that Francis Ford Coppola produced. It's like TX eleven twenty. That's George Lucas's first feature film based on his student film he did. It's a classic science fiction movie. It's cool. And of course, we saw the Harry Potter. We saw Fantastic Beasts, and Ooh, we loved it. I know Mina yeah. is very skeptical, yes. but I will say. I L O V E. I loved it. Loved. He loves it. Mads Mikkelsen. Oh my gosh, what a treat! And my husband turned to me and he was like, "Isn't that the guy from Another Round?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's the guy." <laughs> he is. You can count on him to be creepy. He was amazing. So I'm seeing some good stuff that I. Well, I want to challenge you to see everything everywhere all at once because Take I think it. it's the movie lovers movie, and then we can discuss it. All right, challenge accepted. Till the next time, to the Batcave. And tell someone about Two Movie Jews. We love to get subscribers. Give us your feedback. 
rate us on all the places that you rate podcasts. You can find us, of course, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Stitcher, and others. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Movie Jews. You can also follow me, Jody Berman, at Jody B, J O D I B E E. And you can follow Yahil on Twitter at Yak Kaufman. And let us know if you have a topic you'd like us to cover. So that's our episode for this week. Jody. it's been great getting to talk about movies with you. It's really my favorite thing to do. Me too. It's my favorite thing to do too. So, l'chaim. To life. To movies.